Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. All right, Eric, so let's talk about some of the things that people might think is true, uh, but can actually be just wishful thinking, right? So this is, I don't know, a myth or uh, whatever you want to call it, right? But we kind of hear these things and we think, well, that's, that's the case. It'll work groovy. And then maybe you've seen this, okay, this is not true, and let's explain why. So, okay. uh, like living off the interest, right? There's How many people will say, well, I'll just I'll live off the interest and never touch my principal. I'll be groovy. Once upon a time, that might have been true, but I don't think it is now. Yeah, well, so you think about it, if you're, uh, this is where people confuse rate of return and interest. Okay. They kind of make them interchangeable, and they're not. So rate of return is the growth on an asset, like a stock a mutual fund, which is a collection of stocks, an ETF, something like that. Hey, right. my stock appreciated 20% this year. That's my rate of return. That's not the interest that I earned because interest would be money I receive for loaning my money to somebody. Mm-hmm. So that would be on a CD. I take out money, I give it to the bank. The bank pays me interest, right? They're yeah. borrowing my money. Yeah, I take out a bond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I take out a bond. Uh, I'm loaning money to that corporation or entity. They're paying me interest. That's that's that interest return. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. So, yes, if you were able to get a decent return, let's say you had a million dollars and you're able to get a 4% interest rate on a CD and just got that $40,000 every year and just live off that, yes, then yeah, you're, you might you're, yeah. you're doing this. I'm not going to touch my principal and just live off the interest. So at the end of the term, let's say it's a five-year term, you get your million dollars back and you've collected yeah. $40,000 a year. Where are you getting 4% year. though on a CD is what I want to know. Well, that's the thing. So, okay, <laughs> so let's go. Let's let's look at what the what you can get interest on today, right? So right. if you go to the, the government, which is the safest, the 10-year treasury is what is considered the safest investment ever or in the world because that's the baseline, 1.38. So you got a million dollars, you're getting $13,830. That's not a whole lot, right? Yeah. So in order to increase that interest rate, you have to take a bond. Okay, move up the bond ladder. Maybe you're getting a corporate bond. Maybe that will pay you four or five percent. But now you have the liability or the risk issues with that corporation okay. being able to pay you back, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Plus, how long you have to give it to them? You probably have to give them for 20, 30 years. Well, then what is inflation doing to your money that whole time? Yeah. Your million dollars 20 years now is not going to be worth a million dollars, right? So, this is where you need to understand what you're trying to achieve from an income standpoint, right? Income is what drives everything in retirement. So, how can I generate income from assets, not just the rate of return or the interest I'm earning? How can I generate the most income in the most efficient way possible? That's good. how you yeah. really should be thinking about this. Yeah, definitely good insights there for sure, because we we do kind of have it's some of these little terms and things out there. Sometimes it's easy to get these things kind of mixed up and and switched all around. So again, that could be wishful thinking. I'll be in a lower tax bracket once I retire. This is an old one, Eric. We, we hear this all the time still to this day. But And it's possible, I suppose, right? 
but often that's not the case for many people. It's not because if let's say you've all you've saved all of your retirement assets in a 401k or other type of qualified plan and you come out and you want to maintain the same lifestyle, well that's taxed the same way as your earnings are. Well, not exactly the same way because you're not going to pay Social Security and Medicare tax on it, but you're going to pay ordinary income tax on every dollar you pull out of that 401k or IRA. So if you want to maintain the same lifestyle, spend the same amount of money, you're going to be in a similar tax bracket. So, and then where are tax rates probably going to go? They're probably going to go up from here because who controls that? Congress. And what has Congress been doing lately? Spending lots and lots of money. And the only way they collect money is by taxes going up. So probably not going to be what you're thinking of in retirement, going to be that much lower tax bracket, but you do, unfortunately, have the most control when you first retire. And this is where having the diversification of different tax buckets with your money gets critically important at retirement and how you take money out of those buckets to lower your effective tax rate down Mm -hmm. and get you more income on an after-tax basis. So working with somebody that understands those different tax brackets and how to get the money out the best way possible to you is really paramount in retirement. And well, most you, advisors don't do that. I was going to say, if you think it's just going to happen naturally that you're going to be in a lower tax bracket without any effort, uh, that's definitely probably going to be a bit of wishful thinking. You have to definitely Very plan, yeah, and plan and work with somebody and strategize, and then maybe you can do some things to try to help uh, keep you in that lower tax bracket. But it's just not going to happen just because, hey, I retired. And, and often it's where we think, well, I'm making less money now than when I was working, so that's why I'm in a lower tax bracket, and that's just not the case anymore. So keep that in mind for that wishful thinking. Uh, Eric, you're a big guy. And, and, and I'm a pretty good size myself. And my wife and I were talking about this one not too long ago. And because uh, her, she was going through something similar with her aging parents. You know, it's the whole we'll take care of each other. I'm not worried about the whole assisted living thing because we're committed to just, you know, helping each other uh, get through old age. And that's a sweet, noble sentiment. But my wife's like, I can't pick you up now, let alone if, you know, I couldn't get you off the floor if we were in our 70s because I can't get you up now, you know. So. Right. It's a sweet thought, but not realistic. My wife has already emphatically told me. She goes, "I'm not touching you. I'm, you know, I'm hiring somebody." <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, right. We talk about you know having to do the personal care items. She's like, "No." I said, "Well, what you said for better or worse." That's right. right? When yeah. we were up there, there this is go. the worst of it. We all want to take care of each other, and that's when you're married. That's the commitment that you make. But sometimes it's beyond your your means, beyond your physical means, or maybe both of you get sick at the same time. Right. So. Addressing that long-term care in your plan, addressing having the assets to pay for maybe some outside help, that kind of stuff, you want to always talk through it, at least have a conversation about it, as opposed to just, hey, that's very unsavory to think about, so we're not even going to talk about it at all, bury right. our head in the sand. Yeah, Got to come out and talk about it. Yeah, so you're going to need some kind of a health care plan to deal with that. And so you know, one of the best ways is to stay healthy now, <laughs> try and get in better shape. And I do find that when people retire, they get in a little bit better shape than they were when they were working because they have more time to do it now. You know, they're not um, so stressed out. Isn't that a strange thing about life, right? You know, (laughs) where it's like we're getting older, you know, and uh, you should be enjoying just about everything. Hey, if you want to go carb crazy, right? It's like, hey, I've been been dieting, you know, most of my life. It's time to eat some carbs. And we wind up getting in better shape sometimes when we get older. So very strange. But yeah. It's nice that we have that time as well. So, yeah, let's let's not do that wishful thinking, folks, of just assuming that we can take care of each other. It's a, like I said, it's a noble sentiment, but maybe not a realistic one. And I probably should have put two and four together here, but four, I'll spend less money once I retire because, you know, I'm not driving to work and eating out and all that kind of stuff. Again, that's probably true, but it might be wishful thinking. Well, gas right now doesn't really matter what you're doing, right? But wishful thinking anyway, because 
you know, my dad used to say every every day is a Saturday in retirement when he got to retirement, and he's like, now we spend the most money on a Saturday. So exactly because you're doing you're spending money on stuff that you enjoy, right? Yeah. Idle time gets expensive sometimes because you you want to you know go to a movie or go out to dinner or you know a hobby or you know you get you get into something like in the states woodworking. Well, woodworking tools are pretty darn sure. expensive. Yeah. Um, wood is expensive, You're so around you have to more see time the, to like the leaves change, right? I mean, you're driving around seeing all that stuff, and it's that's gas is expensive. You do that a lot. Yeah, it does. Or yeah. trips, you yeah. know, those yeah. get expensive. So now you have the time to do the stuff that you didn't have time before because you're busy working. So. When you're not generating income, you're spending income typically. So, and this is why there's we talked about retirement having those three types of years, right? Go go years, mm-hmm. slow go years, and then some no go years. So, understand that you may spend a little bit more in those go go years. Um, so, if you think that your your budget's going to go down, not necessarily because you need to plan for, hey, I'm going to retirement's not just sitting around, right? You want to do some stuff. You want to travel and and get a hobby maybe play some golf you know do some stuff and you just have to account for how much that's going to cost and so having a budget is critically important um, when looking at a retirement income plan knowing what you're going to spend and anticipate additional spending during those go-go years yeah and if you don't like the budget word just call it something else spending plan whatever right but just you know it's still the same idea but just stay away from that b word if that turns you off a little bit my my fun money allocation there you go fun money allocation (laughs) i like that number five and the final one here before we take a break is uh and this one's scary for people i think this is what we've put ourselves into eric because the market has continued i've said this many times the market is like rocky balboa for the last 12 years it takes a beating at times and it gets right back up again and we keep wondering when it's going to be down for the count you know, and so you might think, hey, I've got a great return over the last 10 years or so, so if I can just keep getting that, well, then I'll be in good shape. But that's definitely wishful thinking because this market, I mean, markets can't do this forever. No. And what's astonishing is when people come in, we take them through the retirement income analysis. And so one thing we do is you look at their, you know, the return over the last 10 years. We know that because when they give us their positions, we put into Morningstar and we have this nice report. So we, we put that into their projection going forward. Now, looking back over the last 10 years, a couple of things we're taking, we're assuming is that, uh, one, any changes that they've made over the last 10 years and any money they've put in, which is, might have been significant over the last 10 years. But we use this 10-year return, and they project it forward. Now, most 10-year returns are coming in over 10%. So when you put a plan in, you show a 10% compounded rate of return, everyone's plan looks amazing, right? Then we click on a tab and we stress test it. I say, okay, we're going to use the same return, but we're going to take you through 2000, 2000. 1, 2002, 2008, 2009, that 10 year time frame, okay, with those four downs. And now see what happens. And it's a lot different. So, markets have been very favorable. Mm-hmm. You need to understand that they're not always going to be favorable. So, you need to create safer, smarter places to take your income from. The last thing you want to do is the market goes down by 30 or 40%, is you have to sell those stock based assets in order to generate the income you need to maintain your standard of living. You don't want that to happen. Now, if you leave them, chances are, and it's always happened, we'll give enough time, they've worked themselves back. I can't guarantee that, but it's always worked that way. But you still need to generate the income. So how do you set up your assets this way? That's what we specialize in here, is helping people understand the tools that can create these safer, smarter places for you to take your income from in retirement so you don't have to change your retirement just because the market decided to go down. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. 515-226-1500. 
That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040. WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk in including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.